0: On today's show, we're going to talk about how not to dress a baby.
1: listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals your money and your plans in perfect harmony and now here is paladin financial talk with jeff foley
0: Welcome to Paladin Financial Talk. This is Jeff Foley with Paladin Financial, and we appreciate you joining us here today. I mentioned in our introduction there, uh, Mr. Tony Shore here is, is with us as well, folks. And I mentioned uh, how not to dress a baby. And uh, Tony- <laughs> What just, are you talking <laughs> about, Jeff? For Pete's sake. <laughs> uh, Tony just had the pleasure of seeing the picture I'm going to reference here. Oh. But uh, my, my wife, uh, Nikki, out of town traveling on business. I'm getting- both kids ready. Lex is now almost four months old. I'm trying to get her dressed while Jax, who's four and a half, is running around and, you know, doing this. Yeah, exactly. So don't do this, don't do this, do this, don't do this. And uh, so I get Lex dressed and I think, all right, did pretty good. And I I said, Jax, huddle in for a picture here. Took a picture of him and Lex to send to mom on the road. We're missing you. And uh, I didn't think anything of it, ran out the door. And my wife texts back, you know, later and says, oh, love, by the way, the pants go on the outside of the onesie, so <laughs> I, I I didn't exactly nail that.
1: You should see uh, yeah. the picture of the onesie over the little uh, pants yeah. on the baby. Yeah. I'd never seen I anything that. like that. But uh,
0: as soon as I saw that, I was like, "Oh, yeah. what was I thinking?" So
1: the wife's out of town. <laughs> That's right. So Jeff, you're yeah. you're a mess without her.
0: Yeah. What do you do? Yeah. What do you do? But they're they're both safe and sound at school. But yeah, today, folks, we're gonna talk about a few things going on with the market and uh, some things to think about as you look at your retirement plan, whether that's close or a long ways down the road. And recently we've had a lot of things going on in the news that we'll talk about and generally a lot of volatility with the market and a lot of fear that's being talked about. And if you turn on any financial show on the TV, and you watch that what's going on and the ticker scrolling across the bottom and things flipping and flopping and and highlighting and whatnot, their job is to sell advertising and yep. they want to keep your attention and show you, here's what's going on. You can learn a lot from it, but you have to put it into context. But there are a number of things going on today that we want to talk about and be aware of.
1: Yeah. Especially with the market and the economy.
0: Yes. Yes. There's a lot of concerns right now. So some big factors to think about, we'll talk about China. Yeah, we have uh, the tariff issues. We're going back and forth and arm wrestling with China and we'll see where this will end up in the long run but i think in the short run what we'll we'll have occur is it will be we'll take two steps or one step back and two steps forward kind of a situation that uh, we're trying to improve our our tariff situation with china and make sure it's more of a level playing field but i think in the long run this will be a good thing for the united states the second thing that has been in the news a lot recently is iran and they've uh, popped their heads up and uh, doing some saber rattling as we like to call it and causing a little bit of issues. But I think that'll die down. But that does have some, uh, some fears that go along with it. The third big thing is interest rates. So interest rates, you may not have, if you didn't hear in the news last week, interest rates in the U.S., our yield curve was inverted for the first time in a number of years. And what that simply means is that short-term interest rates are higher than long-term interest rates. And when that happens, that's often indicative of people are worried about what's going to happen with the market in the future. So a quick example, if you go to the bank today and say, I want a an, an three-month CD, they're going to give you a very small interest rate. But if you say- Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah and when you say small, you mean non-existent. <laughs> exactly. And no, You won't be able to see it.
0: That's right. And no toaster like you used to get. Oh, yeah. You don't get the, the free toaster. No toaster. Uh, But if you do a five-year CD, you'll get a much higher, relatively speaking, much higher interest rate on that. Well, what's happened recently with U.S. government-issued securities is longer-term interest rates are lower than shorter-term interest rates. So that's, again, an indication that people are afraid of what's going to happen in the long term. So if you look back to some of the uh, big market turndowns that have occurred over the years, Uh, That was kind of a a leading indicator that something bad was about to happen. But what's occurred here recently is this is uh, you look at the global economy, take Germany, for example, Um, Their I think it was their 10 year uh, government issued bond was paying negative point six percent.
1: Wow. So it's a negative. Yes. Yeah. Not a, you're, negative interest.
0: <laughs> you're going to pay them to hold on to your money.
1: That's crazy.
0: So that occurs because people are worried about their economy. Well, yeah. if you're an investor in Germany, you look over at the United States and what the treasury here is offering, that's a better deal. It's a flight to safety. So they're moving money from Germany over to the US to invest. And that has caused our prices to go up. The yields to go down, and that's the big driver of what occurred last week in the market. So, putting that into perspective, it's not to say that bad things won't happen, but that's that's the big driver of what's occurred here recently.
1: Yeah, because I find it interesting because of that whole yield curve situation with bonds. Yeah, uh, they said, "Oh, it's an inverted yield curve," and most people are like, "What's that?" Well, it's an it. If it inverts, it's an indicator that we are going to have a recession. But at the same time you hear the I say, you know, job, the job rate, you know, the, the, um, unemployment rate is really low. The economy's surging, everything's great. Yep. But yet we see the market drop 800 points, the tried, chi- you know, the China you mentioned, Iran. Uh, so it really is like, well, wait, which is it? Are, do we, are we in this great
0: economy or are we headed into a recession? You know, that's exactly right. Yes. Yeah. And you know, the other, um, thing coming up here in the short run, relatively short run. We have a, an election next ah, year. the election. And the last election that occurred uh, was very positive for the market, but there was a lot of fear right beforehand. So I've
1: been handing out my Foley for president bumper stickers. <laughs> Good. You know, I've got one I on brought, my card, Jeff. I brought
0: more for you today.
1: Excellent. Excellent.
0: Uh, so that could have a, a big impact one way or the other. And for those that know me, I'm a big boxing fan, so you might hear this oh, yeah. quote a time or two, but a lot of boxers over the years have said, you know, it's the punch that you don't see that knocks you out. It's not the one you see coming. It's the one you don't see. So there's always the unknown. And so these there are a lot of, we could go on and on. There are a lot of reasons to be afraid of the market. What we want to do is make sure that we're thinking about things in the context of our plan. So you have to have a plan in place, otherwise you're going to be running all over the place and... not do very well.
1: Yeah. You're bouncing around just like the market's bouncing around.
0: Exactly. Not a, not a good thing. So one of the things that we look at, we have a, a piece and, and Tony, I brought visuals for today's podcast. So. Jeff, <laughs> Jeff, how many
1: times do I have to tell you is he, is that he... you're holding up a colored chart? People, yeah. if you can see him right now, he's, he's holding up a colored chart in front of me, a nice graph. <laughs> and I've told him time and time again, and he brought the picture of the baby with the with the with the onesie over the pants, which is hilarious. None of which you can see. I'm explaining. He doesn't quite understand understand podcasts and radio yet. I'm
0: learning, I'm learning folks.
1: <laughs> it's not a visual medium, <laughs> Jeff. So what's this chart you're holding up for me to see? So, Sorry listeners. Th- this
0: is you know, you have to come in folks to meet with us in order to see this ah, chart. There that's, that's there. You there you go. we go. Now, it's called the odds of being positive and it's something uh, we we keep in our office that shows over time the market how many times has it been negative and in what years? So on the left you see the years that it's been negative, and on the right you see the years that it's been positive. Well, I we'll won't go through all the numbers here. The the gist of it is that it's positive seventy four percent of the time if you look back over history, nineteen twenty six to present.
1: We're talking about the market. The yeah. stock market.
0: Yep. Stock market returns are positive. It's
1: been positive over seventy percent of the time, huh? Seventy
0: four percent and wow. negative twenty six percent of the time. Okay. So as as Meatloaf said- 20 per- <laughs> what did meatloaf me, say? say three out of four ain't bad <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh a meatloaf quote listeners this is quite a treat <laughs> this is the show you pick the right show episode to listen to you're getting meatloaf quotes charts uh-huh. colored charts For, and graphs first last
0: and only meatloaf quote i'll <laughs> use but
1: so this is these are the odds of being
0: positive yeah. But
1: what I love is that 26%, that's what we always hear about on the news. That's what the talking heads are always talking yep. about is the 26%, right?
0: The other thing is we tend to remember the really negative years more than others. And yeah, there's, there's
1: a word for that. We may have even mentioned that yes. on the show, but there is a word for only focusing on the, yep. the
0: negative. So this shows us only three years from 1926 to 2018, only three years has the market gone down by greater than 30%. Wow. 19 times it has exceeded 30%. So greater than 30% gain, 19 times greater than a 30% loss only three times. So market downturns can happen. The point with this is it's positive more than negative. And if your plan is set up correctly, it will work out over time. Right. So that's what we want to highlight there. The other thing is if you look at the average investor's return and what a lot, what happens a lot of times with market volatility, and if the market goes down significantly, people get in and out of the market at the wrong time. So the second chart I'll reference here. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Here we go. Runs from 1999 to present and it shows that the average investor's return, over that period of time is 1.9%, 1.9% from 1999 to 2018 is the average investor's return. And that's pretty sad. But if you look at the different market classes like the S and P 500, 5.6% during that time frame, REITs 9.9%, inflation's been 2.2%, so the average investor hasn't even kept pace with inflation over that period of time.
1: Yeah, I hear that. I've heard that stat before, how we actually do as investors is so bad compared to how the overall market has done. Why is that? Yep. It's
0: it's trying to time the market, and that's where people go wrong majority of the time is we want to buy low and sell high, and what happens is emotions get into the equation, which they shouldn't, and we get in and out out at the wrong time. Yeah. So very, very common occurrence. We wanna make sure that we're staying the course, but we have to have a plan. And that's a big part of what we want to offer you is come in for a complimentary second opinion on your retirement plan and make sure things are structured properly based on when you need to use an asset for income or if you're passing that asset on to someone else. So when things like this occur, market volatility, or if we have a really bad year, um, you don't have to throw your retirement dreams out the window. Yeah, Your plan, if it's set up properly ahead of time, things can work out okay. So that's the big thing we want to encourage you. So give us a call at 877-219-3199, or visit us online at financialpaladin.com and come in for a complimentary second opinion. Make sure that your retirement plan is set up for the long run.
1: Yeah. Or uh, as in my case, when I first met with you, Jeff, uh, come in for a first opinion.
0: There you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you, if you didn't okay. have a, uh,
1: don't feel bad if you don't have a plan, yep. get one. And if you think you have a plan, get a second opinion, find out where you're at. Things change so fast too. So they you have do. to constantly update it. But it sounds like what you've been talking about here uh, today is staying the course. That's what we're talking about, right? Yep. That's the
0: message. Absolutely. Yep. Stay the course, but what course are you staying on? So we have to look at how are you invested and is it appropriate based on your personal situation? Are you allocated correctly? Take the emotion emotion out of the equation and let time do its thing. Right. You know, the last thing I'll I'll mention on that is the, uh, the history. If you look at the market history, going back again to 1926 and you compare bear markets and bull markets the average bull market over that period of time lasted an average of 6.6 years and it had a cumulative total return of 334%. So again, average bull market from 1926 to present lasted 6.6 years and had a cumulative total return of 334%. Compare that to bear markets. The average bear market lasted 1.3 years right. compared to 66 and a cumulative loss of negative 38%. So quite a bit difference. Again, the market goes up over time. We just don't know what time that will be. And that's why you have to have your assets allocated correctly based on your retirement needs. And that's a big part of what we do at Paladin Financial to help make sure that you're on track for your retirement goals.
1: I think that sounds great. So Um, you wanted to talk about, so obviously everybody is wondering when that bear market's going to hit because we've been in a bull market for 10 years. Um, and uh, you talked about positive returns too. I thought that was really good and over time, right?
0: Yeah. We were chatting about this beforehand. And one of the things we looked at is the probability of, of positive returns over time. So if you look at the stock market in general, it can be volatile. But over time, history has shown us that the odds of achieving a positive return are much higher uh, increase based on the longer time horizon. So the longer you stay invested, the odds of a positive return are greater.
1: Yeah, that makes sense.
0: So over time, since 1936 on this one, uh, if you're invested for one year, you have a 77% likelihood of a positive return. If you're invested for three years, that goes up to 87%. If you're invested for five years, 92%, and if you're invested for 10 years, the likelihood of a positive return is 97%. Now, it doesn't mean the market can't go down, but the point again is stay invested based on your plan but you have to have a plan in place. So what we want to do is focus our energies on some key strategies to help you to build your wealth over time and make sure you have a successful retirement. So I'm going to rattle off five of these real quick. If you want to take notes and follow along with us the first, and these are all basic, simple things, but oftentimes harder to implement. Sure. The first is how much money you save and invest, which is a function of your income minus your expenses. So keeping your expenses, as low as you can without living in a cave and doing what you can to increase your income over time and make sure that you're doing something positive with that. You have an appropriate amount saved for emergencies and you're investing the rest. Number two strategy is how long your investments will compound. In other words, stay invested over time. We talked about the, the likelihood of positive returns are very good. The third is looking at your personal risk tolerance as compared to your asset allocation and we want to make sure that those match. And they're also looked at in terms of your timeline. Yeah.
1: And that's right there. If I can interject, Jeff, that's where uh, you're not, by talking about all this, you're not saying people should invest everything they have necessarily into the market. Uh, They might want to also... you know, if they're adverse to risk, they don't want all their money in the market because that's 100% risk.
0: Correct, yep. So having an appropriate amount at risk based on what you're comfortable with and what your plan calls for. But we also want to look at, again, the time frame of when you plan to use assets. Yeah. <clears throat> if you're going to use something two years from now to buy a new house... You don't want to throw that money in the market and have it drop by 20% when whatever happens in the world. Yep. So making sure your, your assets, you have them in buckets and that's a big part of what we do for our clients and your risk tolerance. The f- starting point for that, if you go out to our website at financial paladin.com and at the top of our website, you'll see a color of money score button, click on that and it takes less than five minutes, answer 11 questions and get your personalized color of money risk score and then we can use that to compare to your assets to make sure you're on track. The fourth strategy in building your wealth is proactive tax planning. So you can't control the taxes, but you can do some things to adjust over time to try to minimize your tax bill.
1: Minimize the tax burden. That's key right there, isn't it?
0: It is, it is, yeah. It's very powerful. It's our biggest expense as as, uh, consumers, as taxes for most people. So how do you adjust things over time um, and take advantage of tax breaks, but also from a, a planning perspective, if you're, you're working, uh, should you contribute on a pre-tax basis or a Roth basis with your employer plan? What about your IRAs? How, how do you mix the two of those? And when it comes to starting to take income from your assets, which buckets do I take those from to minimize my tax bill over time? So a crucial piece of that and the fifth wealth building strategy is to set yourself up for the end game and by that i'm referring to some getting some simple things in place for estate planning the majority of people that come in to see us for our complimentary second opinion have a lot of gaps or don't have anything in place for their estate plan and i highly encourage folks to take some time to get those in place Uh, we work with some trusted estate planning professionals we refer our clients to um, be glad to share those with you if you come in for our complimentary second opinion, but whoever's doing it for you, get something in place and make sure that your needs and your family's needs are spoken for. Don't leave that up to the court. So those are some ideas we wanted to share with you today. We focused a lot about the market yeah, um, and risk and time rising and stay invested. You want to be invested in the right things, but give us a call at 877-219-3199 come in for a second opinion. We'll sit down uh, over a cup of coffee or whatever you like to consume and learn a little bit more about your situation, gather some information and put together a plan for you uh, based on your retirement goals and dreams.
1: Yeah, I think that sounds great. And obviously it's so important to have a plan in place to deal with all this volatility. That way you don't have to let your emotions ride that roller coaster of, you know, all the, this could happen, the sky is falling, you know, the market's going to drop, we're headed for a recession. So if you have a plan and stick to it, uh, you know, history has shown that that is a great strategy. And I know you have a lot of other strategies, Jeff, And you actually provide a written plan for your clients, don't you?
0: Correct. Yes. All of our clients have a written retirement income plan. We adjust that every time we get together and make sure that they're on track for their retirement goals. And the last thing I'll say, folks, is to remember the pants go on the outside of the onesie.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, How not to dress a baby (laughs) with your host, (laughs) Jeff Foley. Thank you for listening to Paladin Financial Talk.